Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. As I inform you every week, I'd like to inform you this week that we were brought to you by our wonderful backers over on Patreon. This week's Patreon shoutout goes out specifically to Dylan Malenfant, who was also featured in the two weeks micro games collection that was put out by Dan Enders a couple weeks ago. It was an honor to be included in the collection with him and so many other wonderful game designers. Aside from that, we don't have a lot to talk about this week, so let's jump right in. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Rizzo, Ariston, and Godwin were finally face to face with Ragara Prema and Cessus Min for a final showdown. As Min drew her swords across Rizzo's back, how would the fight end? Would our heroes make it out unscathed, alive? A bit tougher than I had anticipated. No worry. I enjoy a challenge. So now at 11 initiative, it is Ariston's turn. Min has maneuvered herself behind Rizzo. Prema is approaching. The soldiers are circled around you, and you can see seven symphonious chords, anima, flaring on the other side of the battlefield. What do you do? Ariston takes a deep breath and unties the gag from his mouth and throws it hard on the ground. He turns towards Min, fully clenched, and he's so angry, he's shaking, and he's going to use falling hammer strike and break her jaw. Okay, so take a bonus two dice for your stunt, and are you going to use your excellency at all? Her defense is six. Ariston spending six motes from peripheral and then another minus one for falling hammer strike. He's currently at 14. Perfect. And have you spent any more of your peripheral essence this turn, or this combat, or is this your first time spending peripheral? I think I also spent five on my other... Okay, so your anima is blazing, and Min is going to use her overwhelming fire majesty stance. So as Ariston approaches, a wreath of flame licks up around Min as she twists out of the way, and the flames lick back up against Ariston. He's going to be at a minus three penalty to hit, and if he does hit, he is going to take one die of lethal damage. Go ahead and roll. Seven successes. Perfect. You're going to be rolling four dice after factoring in her soak. Go ahead and roll that. Zero successes. Okay, so you hit her in the jaw, and the flame catches your fist and propels it back as you take no lethal damage from it. You manage to brace yourself against the impact, and you are at functionally an impasse. Anyone else who tries to attack Min for the rest of the round will suffer the same consequences for attempting to attack her. Minus three and one lethal damage. So now it is Seven Symphonious Chord's turn, and he continues to tear through the waves of his enemies. Now he's going to make his self-control roll. Remember, he is already halfway to losing himself in the moment he own it. Uh-oh. 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 Oh, God. Uh, he rolled another five on six dice. So, as... We cut to behind Ariston, who is shaking the lick of flames off of his fist. We see Cord's anima shine brighter 
and we see a black purple gash tear out across the battlefield and screaming begins to peel out he is activating his terrifying apparition of glory again which he used they caused everyone to flee the last time you were in a fight with him so everyone take note of your resolve score godwin is not going to bump up his resolve score rizzo is not going to bump up her resolve score harrison also is not bumping his up perfect so that's seven successes that bests everyone's resolve score. Anyone who wants to, as last time, stay in the fight is going to have to spend a point of willpower to resist and then suffer five points of initiative loss. And the battle groups, the group of soldiers as well as the elite guard who is surrounding you right now, both need to immediately make a route check to see if they scatter. And because they failed their resolve score, they only get to roll one die to do it. So the elite guard got one. And the group of the 500 soldiers got six. So the primary group of the battle force is starting to scatter and break as cords send their bodies flying. And you can hear him bellow out across the field, almost as though he were very close, even though he's quite far away. Where do you think you're going? Nobody runs. So who's spending that willpower? Godwin will spend the willpower and the initiative. We'll spend willpower. So will Ariston. As will Min and Prima. After everyone steals themselves against the terror and the screaming, you can hear the gurgling of blood, but still you continue to fight on. Rizzo's at two initiative. Ariston's at seven. Godwin and Min are both crashed and at negative two, so seven symphonious chords will gain a bonus ten points of initiative from that. Prima is at three. Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice is at five, and Seven Symphonious Chords has jumped to 21 initiative. Going down the track, it's now Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice's turn. Is Rizzo going to have him do anything? Uh, no. He can only bite, right? That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, that's his best thing. No, he's gonna, he's gonna pass. Perfect. And now it is Prema's turn. She's not wearing her helmet. It is still back on the wooden chair, and you can see the terror and fear glint in her eyes, which are cut like amethysts. And then, steely resolve. We knew you'd be bringing that monster to this fight. If you think that's enough to dissuade us, you're sorely mistaken. Now, which one of you? And she narrows her glance at Godwin. (laughs) You're not even worth my time. I think Min's got you well enough taken care of. And she looks at Rizzo. And then grabbing her Gormal and almost immediately closing the distance with a mighty cleave, she drops her Gormal down toward Ariston. Looks like it's your go. And boom, a shockwave erupts as Ariston's gloves block the oncoming strike. So Prima is going to be making a smashing attack, dropping her defense by one and her initiative by two. So she's at one initiative right now. And she is spending six motes on her excellency. So she's going to be rolling 22 dice because she gets a bonus from her earth dragon form. What is Ariston going to do to defend himself? Ariston is spending eight motes to raise his parry from five to nine. Perfect. Prima rolled 10 successes, just getting enough to beat Ariston's defense. Ariston is knocked to the ground by the force of this blow and is now prone because she made a smashing attack. She's going to be rolling her damage now. Prima rolled nine damage against Ariston. He falls to the floor, 
his defenses left wide open as Prima raises her Gormal once more. Ariston is at negative two initiative, and Prima has climbed to 16. It is Rizzo's turn. As Ariston has slammed into the ground, his Orca anima has surfaced, shining a light, contrasting the hundred eyes of Seven Symphonious Chords anima across the battlefield. What will Rizzo do? Rizzo takes her sword from behind her and does a swift windmill type of circular motion and lunges it backwards to men behind her. I will be using Excellent Strike and Firestone Strike. Perfect. So how many motes is that spending for you this turn? Four. And are you using any of your Excellency? Two Excellency. So that's a total of six motes you're spending from what pool? Uh, peripheral. Which brings you to your iconic anima. What does your iconic anima look like? I don't believe we've seen it yet. Rizzo's iconic anima is this giant burst of light, and it slowly retracts back to her, kind of hovering around, and her roots of all of her hairs start to, like, light a little bit, like a fiber optic, Mm -hmm. and... Again, there's like this like low hum, like of just vibrating sound waves. And Rizzo's iconic anima is a giant, giant swallowtail butterfly that just flaps its wings a few times. Hell to the yes. So take your pool, add an automatic success and two dice. That's a two dot stunt. And you'll regain that point of Will's power you spent to resist chords earlier. Rizzo got 14 successes. Wowzers. Okay. Her defense is five right now. So after you deal with soak and rollover, plus your extra dice from fire and stone strike, you're rolling 17 dice of damage against her. So go ahead and roll that for me. Rizzo got six successes. You slam into Cessus Min, who leaps back at the last second, and your sword nicks the side of her armor, tearing it open, revealing a piece of her flesh underneath. It's not cut, but she's exposed. Uh, she drops down to minus eight initiative, and you jump up to nine, and the flames lick out at Rizzo. And she takes no damage from the flames as her bronzy, strong skin protects her. We roll down now to Godwin's turn. What does he do? The piercing screams that come from Seven Symphonious Chords' awakening literally cracks the lens in one side of Godwin's glasses. He is startled and looks up and then realizes that he has to take action and looks over at Prema, who is giving a walloping to Ariston. And he sees Min on the ground and then walks over to Prema and is going to use Terrifying Brattle Shriek in a flurry, hoping to use Silver Voice Nightingale form on top of it. So that is an attack and your Terrifying Battle Shriek. Yeah. He walks up to her and starts berating her. How dare you think I'm not enough, that I'm not a challenge. Me? Me? Godwin? I'm going to kick your ass. I'm not going to let what happened last time happen again. You can bet on it. 
I'm not alone this time. All these screams around us, they're for me. They're helping me, not you. You're going to die just like your brother. Perf. Go ahead and give me a two-dot stunt. So you're going to get back that willpower that you spent to resist seven symphonies chords and add plus two dice and an automatic success. Um, Godwin is also going to spend an additional eight um, motes to bump his roll up to 25. Damn. Okay, so 25. I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Godwin got 11 successes. Cool. Prima has a ridiculous soak right now of 20, so you're going to be rolling your overwhelming value of 3 for damage. Nice. Four successes. Bug, dude. On three dice, my dude. Good job. So, you gain five initiative, and Prima loses four. You can see her steely facade crack under your verbal barrage, and now her resolve gets dropped by one point as you launch into your terrifying battle shriek. Godwin is at three initiative, and Prima is now at 12. Eight successes. Her resolve was three, so you've overcome her resolve strongly. You may now reflexively activate silver-voiced nightingale form because you've overcome a non-trivial enemy's resolve. Well, I will. Wonderful. Are you spending those motes from your peripheral or personal essence pool? Personal. Personal. Perfect. Should I do peripheral? This is up to you. Does it make a difference? You will go iconic if you activate it from your peripheral. Does that help? Um, it makes the thing where you don't lose your initiative cheaper. Then yeah, let's do that. So. I'm going to take them from peripheral. Perfect. So describe how your anima blossoms as the words hit home for Prima and your silver voice nightingale form activates. So Godwin's familiar anima blazes again. But this time, it looks a little bit different. Instead of the whites and golds and blossoming musical notes that we've seen before raining um, on their own, they are joined by some leaves that are bursting out and more greenery um, surrounding Godwin, reflective of Ajax's iconic anima. Wonderful. As these musical notes burst forward... Ragara Prima's terror becomes evident, and she puts her Gormal to the ground and takes a step back before stealing herself, and you can see her grip tighten as she spends a willpower to resist the influence, which means that now Godwin automatically gains plus three initiative. So he's at six, half of hers. It is now the top of the next round. Everyone's iconic anima is flaring. Ariston, Rizzo, Godwin, seven symphonious chords. Everybody regains five motes, and we cut from the action surrounding our three heroes, and we see seven symphonious chords from the side. He has taken out his recorder and collapsed it into the ghastly cello bow, which is now sending ghastly screams across the evening and across the banks of the Tepu River. He crouches down and slashes forward mightily through the fleeing foes that surround him, carving a wedge into their formation as he drives backwards toward the animas on the opposite end of the battlefield. He will be arriving next turn. It's now Prima's turn. She looks at Ariston, who's been laid out. Looks like I was mistaken. 
You really weren't much at all. And looking to the man who very nearly terrified her, she says, If you're so confident, then you won't mind us going in for a round two. And she drops into a low stance and does a vertical swing, like a windmill. And as she comes around on her second loop, slams her gormal into Godwin's gut. So Prema is going to be rolling 15 dice from her excellency. And if she hits, she may double up to two nines or tens. So what's Godwin doing? And this is a decisive attack that she's making against Godwin. Godwin is going to use Hearing the Heart Song, um, which will give him a plus three to evasion with Silver Voice Nightingale form still giving him another plus one. So it's going to bring him up to eight evasion. Um, and if he wins, then cool stuff will happen. Perfect. We'll get to that if it happens. Pro tip, it probably will. She rolled just almost enough with seven successes, so Godwin was successful. What's the special stuff that gets to follow if he wins? Cool. So he gets to make a reflexive read intentions. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What is he going to try to read from her? He's going to try to read if she has an intimacy towards him. Cool. Is he going to try to provoke that out of her with words, or is he going to just watch her to collect that information? He's going to provoke. How does he do it? That's what he does best. Oh, round two. That sounds good. Are you feeling confident? Because you know, I've come back a lot stronger and you've come back a lot weaker. Last time there were three of you. This time there's two, right? Soldiers don't mean anything in the game of gods and we're playing a game of gods, aren't we? But this time, this time, it looks like I'm going to win. Wonderful. So go ahead and add plus two to that perception plus socialize role to read her intentions. Four successes, and since he succeeds, he will steal the initiative equal to the extra successes. So three more initiative. He takes three initiative from her, putting Mm -hmm. them both at nine initiative. Wait, he had to spend two initiative to use hearing the heart song. Okay. that account for that? So he's at seven initiative. Yeah. And because Prema failed to connect with her decisive attack, she loses three more initiative. Prema is at six initiative. Godwin is at seven. Godwin's finally pulled ahead. Unfortunately for you, adding things of no value together does not increase their value inherently. You're not a god. You're sand. You're nothing. Nothing! Nothing! And you can hear insecurity behind her voice as she shouts this at you. Her intimacy towards Godwin is a major intimacy of hateful terror. Next turn in the initiative order. Rizzo would like to use Peony Blossom Technique followed by Excellent Strike and Fire and Stone Strike. So Rizzo is now a little bit farther away than Min, but she goes after Prima. So she nearby is a larger boulder to the left of her. She runs towards the boulder and cuts right towards Prima, jumping off of it and takes her sword and lunges it towards Prima, but in the process she sheds her anima, and it kind of looks like glass shattering, but it's cracked from the top. So it's like this clear, 
almost like glass, but it also looks like rubbery. It cracks, but there isn't even a crack sound. It's more of like a a break of something crunchy. It's It doesn't sound sharp. It sounds a little more um, earthy. And it starts from the top and goes towards the bottom of her feet. And uh, the way it cracks is almost like a reptile-like pattern, kind of curvy in essence. Perfect. So... I'm going to call that a three-dot stunt. You get plus two automatic successes and plus two dice, and you gain two points of willpower, which allow you to go over your cap. Okay. So roll it up, dough it up, mark it with an R. Rizzo got 12 successes, and she's re-rolling eight to see her damage against Prima. Right, because she has high soak, but you have a great overwhelming value, and that fire and stone strike is paying off. Rizzo got two successes. It's better, as they say, than nothing. So your first attack comes, and as your anima shatters, and the fractured light reflects across her white armor, Prima is knocked back a little bit as Rizzo swings into a second strike. Go ahead and roll for your second attack. Rizzo got nine successes. Roll five for damage. All right, so Rizzo then jumps up two more points, and Prema drops down to three. Godwin looks over at Prema. You're not even worth my time. Your brother put up more than a. Your brother put up more of a fight than you did. This is pathetic. I've got bigger fish to fry. Keep running your mouth when your head's under my foot again. That's not going to happen this time. You're going to die before that ever happens again. But you don't even need me to do it. Maybe I won't give you the pleasure of having me be the one that finishes you. Maybe I'll just leave it to my friends. They don't need me. I don't expect them to do much better. Better than you? Or better than me because I'm doing pretty damn great right now. Shut your mouth! Why? You have no power over me. And Godwin turns around and goes to Min, who is still on the ground. Yep. Who is still on the ground. And Godwin kicks her in the side in a similar spot to where she wounded Ajax severely and starts, as he does best, berating her. You are scum of this earth. You've taken away all that is good, and you are just trying to destroy this town and everything it stands for and the people that it stands for, and I will not have it. All right, so roll your attack. Uh, Get plus two dice for your stunt. Five successes. Okay, what's Godwin's base damage with the plus five from his uh, form? Seventeen. Roll nine dice for damage. successes your shout racks min's body and your kicks thud against her and you see her swords in hand start trying to push herself up looking you in the eye as you can see tears are welling in her eyes but the heat that is coming off of her swords and her body is burning them off more quickly than they can congeal so it looks almost as though she has two trails of steam pouring out the sides of her head Tell me something I don't already know. Now roll for your terrifying battle shriek. 
Four successes. Okay, so you've bested her resolve. She's going to spend another point of willpower as trying to stand up. She plants her swords firmly in the ground and looks at you. It's all going to be worth it if at least I can give you as much pain as I know you deserve. And Godwin gains three initiative because she resisted the influence. So he's at 14 and we move down the initiative track. Now the soldiers who have encircled you steal themselves having recovered from the terror of Seven Symphonious Chords' oncoming onslaught as even their allies from the main force flee past you and back into the woods. They take their spears and in wave after wave, they lunge at all of you. Is anyone going to be defending themselves against this using any particular means? Ariston is spending eight modes from peripheral to raise his parry to eight. Perfect. This might be a good time for Rizzo to use Dipping Swallow Defense. Yeah. And I think all Godwin has is His Excellency. Yep, he doesn't really have much. All right. That is five successes. Only enough to hit Godwin. Rizzo gains a point of initiative, bringing her to 15. Yeah. And here goes that attack against Godwin. Rizzo and Ariston manage to parry away the oncoming blows. Even as Ariston lies on the ground, he manages to maneuver himself out of the way. Godwin, however, is not so lucky. And he takes three points of initiative damage as he focuses so intently on Min on the ground that he is only able at the very last second to twist out of the way of several oncoming spear jabs. So he is now at 11 initiative. Now it is Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice's turn. What is he doing? Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice was watching on the sidelines very timidly, eager to, eager to fight, but Rizzo motions for him to retreat back past the soldiers towards the sidelines even farther because there's no real need for him to engage in combat just because... We kind of have it covered, and I'd rather not have him engage and risk him getting attacked by somebody else if he doesn't need to be attacked. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So he trots on over reluctantly past the soldiers into the sidelines. Okay, so go ahead and roll his combat movement. Did I write that down? I think it's... uh, Yes, you did. Okay, go ahead and roll eight dice. Okay. That sounds about right for a quick little wolf. Yeah. Uh, Krygon, Jin and Juice got four successes. Wonderful. The opposition got zero <laughs> as cool. they stumble over themselves trying to chase after, but instead deciding quickly that it's better to focus on the humans and the demons as opposed to the dog with the tattoos. <laughs> now we cut over to Prema. Prema heaves her Gormal back onto her shoulder and looks at Godwin. No. You don't get to ignore me. Look at me. Look at the face of the person who's going to shatter your skull. All of you. Look at me. Do not ignore me. And she leaps into the air toward Godwin in the middle of everyone. She probably jumps a good 12 feet into the air and drives her 
Gormal into the ground in the center of everyone, which causes the earth to literally ripple in waves underneath all of you. You all now need to make a difficulty four dexterity plus athletics check to avoid falling prone. Hey, Goblin made it. Three. So Rizzo falls prone, loses two initiative, and Prima gains two. Three. So Ariston fortunately was already prone, but the waves <laughs> roll over him and cause him to roll over as he also loses two initiative and Prima gains two. So she's now at seven initiative, and in the final wake of this rolling, in the final wake of the aftershocks of this wave that Prima has sent through the ground, a single spike begins to coalesce and shoots itself out of the ground underneath Godwin, delivering a decisive attack toward him. Is he going to defend against that? Yes, he is. He's going to use Hearing the Heart Song. Awesome. So that puts him up at eight again? Yes. Cool. She's going to roll 12 dice. So she rolled three successes against Godwin's eight. She loses two points of initiative, and Godwin gets the special benefits of hearing the heart song again. Yes. He is going to make a read intentions about Prema in regards to Min. Cool. So go ahead and give me that perception plus socialize roll. So Godwin, having been alerted by the attacks from the soldiers and the ripple from the Gormal was on high alert and easily dodged her attack. Pathetic. Not surprising. Are you mad at me? Are you mad because I'm not only beating you, but also about to murder your friend? The way she murdered my brother? The way I murdered your brother? Five successes. And you gain initiative equal to your rollovers, right? Yes. So you gain four points of initiative. You're not going to be taking another one of my siblings away from me. She might not be of my house, but we share a bond. I'll not allow you to sever that. And now, finally, <laughs> it's Ariston's turn. <laughs> Wait, what? Can you episode. give me that intimacy no. description? So she has a major tie toward Prima of sisterhood. Now, what's Ariston doing? Ariston is still on his back, and he heaves and rolls himself over and pushes up off the ground. The fire from Min didn't physically harm him, but he's sweating, so he takes off his shirt, as it's not really doing him much good anyway. Even if I lose, even if I die, I will never let you keep me in the dirt. If I come back as a dog or as a gnat, I will make it my goal to never stop harassing you. You think you can rid the world of us? Well, you never will. Your whole goal is fruitless. and You're always going to be looking over your shoulder. For me, or any of us. And he falls a bit forward, catches himself, and Ariston prepares to do Falling Hammer Strike against Prima. Perfect. So it's going to take a move action to stand up. So you're going to be at minus three to your attack as you lunge in toward Prima. Are you going to be spending any Excellency dice? Ariston is spending six dice towards his Excellency. Perfect. And Prima 
is going to spend three motes in order to uh, deny Ariston up to two initiative that he would gain on a withering attack. Ariston got 14 successes. Holy cow. Ariston will be rolling three dice for damage. If you would like, you can spend a point of willpower to guarantee an automatic point of damage. I'll do that. Perfect. Ariston deals one point of initiative damage to Prema as he stumbles forward and manages to drive his fist into her back, but she shrugs it off almost carelessly. It is now Cessus Min's turn, and hoisting herself up on her diclaves, she takes a deep breath in. The trail of steam continues to pour from the side of her face, and she exhales a burst of steam toward Godwin, cutting through it, sending wave after wave of hot, cloudy mist across the battlefield. She is going to be rising from prone and then attacking. So she's rolling 13 dice, and if she hits, she will deal an automatic plus two points of initiative damage to you. You've been attacked twice, so your defense right now is three. Are you going to boost it? What is she rolling? 13 dice. Is there any point? <laughs> or is it, is it like the soak? So like the higher I get, the less like she actually can hurt me. Or is that not Yeah, yet? so it will, it will affect how many rollovers she gets against you. Okay, and what is my ability to boost it determined by? I think it's, you can spend eight to get plus four. I'm so low on moats. I won't boost it. Okay, here she goes. Min rolled eight successes, which means that she gets to roll her full damage pool of 14 dice against Godwin as she slashes into him and he blocks. You shouldn't have tried to take us both on. She landed six points of damage. Godwin drops to nine initiative and she is still down at negative five. She has been crashed for three turns, so she will reset to three initiative at the top of the round. She heaves as the steam pours out of her, and we can see the anima of Seven Symphonious Chords closing in rapidly, almost like a shark fin peeking up over waves. It's the top of the next round. Everybody regains five modes. So at the top of the round, we will start with Seven Symphonious Chords, unless anyone has anything that allows them to act elseways. Arison's going to activate the Nerve Clap Rush Attack to Perfect. go before. What is he going to do with his attack? Ariston is bent over with his palms on his knees, exhaling heavily, and he rises up again. I'm so fucking sick of you running your mouth. I have no business being here. And as much as you're going to try and silence me and my friends, we'll always be in your ear, won't we? And Ariston turns to men. And readies to punch her straight in the throat. Wonderful. Are you going to boost this with your excellency at all? She has a defense right now of six. Yes. Ariston is going to spend six modes from peripheral. Cool. Your anima is still, still bumping. Anima bumping. Um, and you will also get plus two dice for your stunt. Min will be boosting her defense by three points up to nine. Ariston got 15 successes. Perfect. Roll nine dice for damage. Ariston got five successes. Radical. So Min drops down to negative two initiative, 
and Ariston soars up on this newfound raft he has attached himself to. That's five initiative, so six. You gain 11, which puts you at nine initiative. Ariston's fist slams into her throat, and she begins to sputter. (coughs) It's surprising how easy it is to get something irritating out of your ear. I did it to your friend, and I'll do it to you too. It's surprising how often you forget that I'm not alone this time. And then something terrible happens. A blade of ethereal energy pierces through one of the soldiers that rings the battlefield as it stands. You hear a gasp and you can see the breath of this soldier flow into the coruscating line of energy that courses down this cello bow. It draws out and a wave of black and purple energy spills forth, knocking down the structural supports of the stage, which holds the chairs, and several of the soldiers ringing drop dead immediately. Seven Symphonious Chords steps over the freshly made pile of dead bodies. His eyes have almost glazed over as he looks toward the field of battle and says... Well then, who's next? Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? I'm just saying that I'm choosing not to drink tea because it's caffeinated. And if it's caffeinated, it might affect my performance. It's simple as that. I don't want it to alter my body. I spend a lot of time working on ensuring that I'm pure, as the immaculate texts dictate. So, obviously, I'm not going to dilute my body with caffeines. That That's fine. We just ask you what you want, and you can just... You can get whatever you want. Yeah, like, jeez. I didn't order any sass. You know what? Then I'll I'll have water. How does that how does that sound? I'll just have water. How does how are you don't need to get no one's you can get if that's what you want to get get it. Yeah, I want I want that. That sounds good. I want that. Okay. Water. Yeah. Water. Water. We, water. Yes. Yes. We already have our drinks. You can. You're the last one. Just. They already gave me water. So. Oh my god. Then no, what? Why are you not just like sitting at home staring at the wall? Why are you here? Why'd you go out to get water? <sighs> because uh since. I'm here, I thought that maybe I should try to learn a little bit about the locals, and it's not going as well as I thought that it might. Well, that's because you're not sticking around. I know. Why do you care about learning about the locals if you are just, you know, going to try to exterminate us? I'm not trying to exterminate all of you. We're trying to learn about your customs so that we can... Change all of them? To an extent. The ones that are problematic, yeah. We want to understand Who is getting tea with your best friends problematic? Rizzo, are we your best friends? Are we? Not you, Ariston. What? Am I your best friend, Rizzo? She said it was plural, so best friends would include me. Yes, I have other best friends, but yeah, you guys are my best friends. No, it's me and Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice. You can only have... (laughs) What? I can have as many best friends as I want. That's not how it works. Rizzo, I feel... Best is superlative. Hurt. There can only be one. No, no, no. Oh, well, then it's my dog. Well, you can have multiple best friends, but then you've got to have a you know, bestest I think, friend. I think your dog is fine because that um, that doesn't <laughs> hurt either one of us. Yep. 
Oh, look at him. He's so happy. He's sitting in that teacup. I, uh, I probably will never see my best friend again, so that's great. Maybe you should get a dog. That sounds sad. Who's your best friend? He lives, uh, he lives in the ocean. Fish? No, why would it be a fish? You cannot talk to fish. Why would my best friend be a fish? Why can't you can't you... train them. You can't speak to them. They have no signs of affection. All they know what to do is hide and eat. Well, he wouldn't object to you talking at him all day long, so I can see why. I once read in a scroll that this guy um, raised an angelfish, and he left, came back, and the angelfish remembered him. That, there's no scientific way that that is true. Can you lend I, me that scroll? Yeah. Totally. My best friend's name is Rohan, and he's, he's a very kind man, and I miss him. But sadly, I just can't go back. Was he like a hearth eternal kind of best friend? No, like he best was. Friend? He was a best friend. He wasn't interested in me that way. Oh, that you that, know yeah. of. I mean, but, well, the way you frame that, it sounds like you might have been interested in him that mm-hmm. way. Well, yes, but that doesn't mean that I can't just have a special friend. You know, if if he doesn't want to take the relationship there, then it's not my place to force him. I think you should go back into the sea, turn into a fish, and tell him how you feel. Why would I do that? I wouldn't you be can't. able. To- I would, first of all, be killed immediately. Second of all, why would I turn myself into a disgusting creature like a fish? I could go in the water for you and bring him out. Okay, well, look, let's not not rush into talking about how disgusting fish are, because if you're looking at food that is good to eat, you might want to cut out all meat. However, if you're looking at food that comes from the sea and you are going to eat meat, it's probably worse that you're eating things like lobster and shrimp. They're basically bugs. Yeah, I agree. I don't eat fish. I don't... I don't eat fish. I don't want anything to do with them. And I don't eat arthropods either. It would be cannibalism if he ate fish. (sighs) Ma'am, I just want to clarify that I'm not a fish and never have been. All right. I think that I'm learning a little bit more about your culture, though. It seems like you operate on uh, sort of a a discourse of open hostility. So that's interesting. (laughs) Can you just, like, skip Jaway, go to Ariston's home... And just revamp it from the bottom if up. It's under, if it's underwater, how am I going to get there? Oh, walk. No, you can no. walk in yeah. water. No. Well, to a certain point, then, then you're swimming. Depends. I mean, what and if then you have to hold your breath. I, the same I, level. I, I can't hold my breath that long. Well, then I, it's a win-win situation. You all get rid of yourselves. I think you would do all right there. I mean, as long as you're not me or anyone like me, you're good in my hometown. I mean, well, that just that doesn't answer the practical questions. Oh, about uh, breathing. Well, no, you pr- you can't go under there unless you uh, are a sea creature or a uh, mer person. Unfortunately, right. So that's why thing. we're not. <laughs> that's why we're not passing up Jaway and heading right over there. That's why we're going to be around a little while. In Jaway, you need to be a cool person. Yeah, you also oh. would get. My dad has a really big. Anger problem, so if anyone tried to encroach on his Can we ask land, him for help here? Well, I mean, you're telling me about people in authority with anger problems. Have you tried working under Cess's men? It's a nightmare. I can imagine uh, a lot of the stuff that she did reminded me of him, and it uh, it was just some bad, like, bad feelings brought up. I'm sorry you have one, to deal with that. One time she entered the the tent, and the mirror in the in the shrine wasn't adequately scrubbed clean and uh believe it or not she just broke it oh my god <laughs> and made me clean up the pieces oh my so, god 
That was wonderful. Are you? Were you okay? Did it cut? Did you cut yourself? No, no, I was fine. I was fine. It's her, right? No, that's kind of just being a bitch, honestly. So, with that said, <laughs> let's. What's that thing called when you have one person behind the other person? And they're standing up, and then somebody comes and pushes that person over the other person. Oh, is that a trust fall? The table thing? Yeah, table thing. The I table think you're crane? describing a trust fall. No, no, no. No one is catches that, that person. No one catches that person. It's yeah. Just like, yeah, that sounds like a trust fall. No, it's, it's a no prank. No one catches you on your trust falls? No. It's not called pushing somebody? Then you, I think you need to find some people you trust. Because you're supposed to catch that person when they fall. Yeah, look, Rizzo, do it. See, I ah, caught her. What? You, I caught you, just you not fast enough. Just caught my arm on the way down. <laughs> I am not a man known for my upper body strength. <sighs> then why did you volunteer that? I don't trust you. I did until right now. Am I still your best friend? No, my what? dog always was. You weren't there. They said I could only have one. You can only Rizzo, have one Rizzo. bestest friend. Try on my side. No, we don't trust you. Ow. <laughs> Look what you did. Yeah, see? This, exactly. Your hands are slippery. Why are they slippery? I still fans. caught you. It's not my fault you didn't hold on. <laughs> Rizzo, maybe there's a common denominator here. See what I'm saying? This is how trust falls work. I don't, the thing is, they're not supposed to work that way. If you don't have a black eye at the end of it, you haven't done a trust fall. Okay, Baldi, <laughs> try try. Oh, oh, ow, oh. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, God, I got her away a second time. I got her. Just don't. Well, I, get I off of me. Get off. Like a lot. Fine. Of, I'm, I'm getting off. I'm getting <gasps> off. I feel like a lot of your understandings of things are centered around abuse rebuke. Are they? Because it well, seems like trust falls are just men or whoever like just abusing you. <gasps> oh no. Because they're supposed to be a kind of a fun thing where you catch the person. It's nice, and you get to have a, a nice little moment with them. Not where you end up with a black... How would you end up with a black eye, by the way? There's a reason that I prefer silent meditation and reflection of the Immaculate Texts. Just suffice it to say that. Sometimes, Mm. you know, you fall and you hit a table. Oh, God. There's a rock on the ground. Who knows? Oh, my. Yep, there are definitely several rocks on the ground. So, you know, no. uh, I'm not sure if it's a... I wouldn't call it abuse. I certainly wouldn't call it abuse. What would you call abuse? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hypothetical situation here. This is not real. We are going into a hypothetical zone. So, a fish has a best friend with another fish. That other fish is like, hey, man, would you ever catch me if I fell? It's a horrible example. Then that other fish... Fish can't fall. They're on land. Then they just die. Then just use people. Why would you have to make a fish? I'm trying to include everybody. I'm not a fish. (laughs) And neither are my friends. That's not inclusive when you're calling me something. It doesn't make you feel is... at home thinking about two fish. No, I've said it so many times that I don't like fish. Two dolphins, two sea lions, two killer whales. Yeah, let's party. I love them. But no, not two fish. All right, new hypothetical. Yeah, well, wait, two the important question here is why are there rocks on the floor of this establishment? There's well, rocks well, everywhere. I was, I was just theoretically referring to rocks in general. No, but but... There's actually a rock right here. Look, I fell on it. I'm going to say this much. That's crazy talk, because I did did my required reading. Isn't stone a band of material? 
Well, a rock, it's not like literally made of stone. It's we like just, a little decorative rock. Yeah. I want to hear the rest of Rizzo's otter story. I like otters. Okay. Well, you otter believe that we're going to stop and listen to this story. Okay, thanks. You didn't need to interrupt. <laughs> stop uh, interrupting. Guys. <clears throat> hypothetically speaking, again, hypothetical zone, you have two otters. One is like, hey, otter A, can you catch me, otter B? And otter A says, yeah, buddy, no problem. Little did he know that otter A thought otter B was a noob. (laughs) That stands for newbie, which is kind of like a diss. And otter A is like, totally, dude, I'll catch you. Otter B falls back. Otter A does not catch B. He does this four more times, and they, he's doing it deliberately. So do you think that that is um, mean? Do you think that that's abuse? Wait, so, so... Hold on, let me clarify. It was five five times, right? Five times there was the dropping? Four times. You said it was four more times. Right? Uh, so that rounds it out to five? Yeah, sure, five. Yeah, go ahead. No, that's not mean. It's one for each of the dragons. What? So can one, otters One talk? trust fall for each of the Immaculate Dragons. And the uh, dragon don't catch you. They didn't catch you. Well, the Immaculate Dragons are figures of the past. No, they didn't catch me. Why would you not ask the dragon to catch you? Because they aren't alive anymore. If someone... But why would you ask something that's not alive to catch you? No, you're not asking. You, you subjected us to a hypothetical situation, like a cone. And if it's five times, it surely must be for... What if it but the happened? five dragons or the five elements? What if that happened two more times? That's seven. Total of seven. Well, yeah, then you're just being a dick. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Swallows of the South. If you like the show, please remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you'd like to find the show on the internet, please go to swallowsofthesouth.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Swallows of South, or on Google Plus or Tumblr at Swallows of the South. If you have any questions you'd like to have answered, please feel free to send messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. If you'd like to interact with Quinn personally, please go to Monkey Pie Quinn on Twitter. Our theme music was new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you again next Tuesday.